Could be, could be. Allison. Yes. <laughs> Hi, dude. How are you? Allison, hey. Hi. Allison. I'm so tired. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's early. Me I'm sorry, it's uh, early. You guys should try having a kid. Just saying. No. Then we'll be less <laughs> tired? No. Well, Stop telling me that. <laughs> Allison Fields, we made you watch Terminal Velocity, a movie about how it's raining blonde women from Russia. <laughs> we start and end every show with it by saying at least one nice thing about each topic. It's called the compliment sandwich. We're going to go first. What is your mm. major compliment for Terminal Velocity or TV? God, just that it was a great time to be alive for women. <laughs> what, the time oh, yeah? between the airplane and the ground or yeah, the, the 94? <laughs> just a dead body. <laughs> Backwards hats, I miss that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what about 94 was such a great time to be alive for women? It wasn't. Um, okay. <laughs> that movie was insanely sexist. Oh, I caught yeah. it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I was I was surprised. Uh, you know, sometimes things age well. Sometimes uh, <laughs> they 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 kind of hold up a harsh mirror on the past and uh, makes you really uncomfortable. Other times, though, the past is so much like healthier seeming than today. Uh, example: Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I just I don't know if we wanted him to be full. He was so shiny. Yeah, but it's so sexist also, man. I don't I don't know Woman. what's better. But he's that now, but also like falling apart and at least then it was like, "Oh, you're clean and young and your hair yeah. is huge." But when Charlie Sheen is doing worse, I think that's a positive indicator for the world at large. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, we should probably like average that into like the GDP or something like that. It is a yeah. it's a inversely index. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as what's your major compliment for this movie? Um okay, well there was there was a part when this was sponsored, when I thought we were going to watch Drop Zone, because I didn't remember which was which. <laughs> so I was really excited until I didn't see Wesley Snipes and I did see Charlie Sheen. <laughs> so I would just, just put it out there. I would be willing to accept your sponsorship of Drop Zone. Anybody? Yeah. yeah. I think that, I, honestly, I think, I, again, I saw Drop Zone when it came out. I didn't see this when it came out. I'm pretty sure, though, Drop Zone's better. I would also be willing to go on the ride Drop Zone. <laughs> would sure. you would you be willing to drop things? Yeah, oh, totally. Also, if uh, you drop things while you're wa- you, on the ride, drop zone, if, they'll fall at the same rate as you. It's a physics uh, thing. Here's the into thing. the same zone. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a danger zone? Is there a highway to that? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Under construction, a lot of side roads at this point. <laughs> Surface street to the danger yeah. zone. <laughs> Frontage along the danger zone. <laughs> All right. Uh, my major compliment is uh, the closing seconds of the movie. They snuck it in. Uh, three-legged dog. And yeah. uh, that dog, I actually wrote in my notes because th- this three-legged dog had been played up so much. Yeah. Highly referenced and before it showed up. Highly referenced. I was like, if there is no dog, this movie has nothing. <laughs> and then there was a dog. Wearing a tiny hat. It, yeah. Was, and it wasn't was, like a normal, it wasn't like a four-legged dog. I almost said normal. I'm so sorry, dogs. I, it wasn't like a oh four-legged dog where they CG'd out a leg. It was a three-legged dog and they, it's hard for them to find work in Hollywood. And this <laughs> well, one. I, mean, C- I, I think CGing out, CG out a leg of a dog, like in 1994, would have been like doubling the budget, I'm pretty it would sure. Have been so expensive. Yeah. We did not have that technology. I'm just but, excited for, for Tripod to get some work, you know? But also, the, the, did you see, I don't know if it was the, the copy of the movie I was watching, but there was a great, like, sort of freeze frame credit thing on Tripod 
for a second, yeah. and it was the best because he deserved it, man. Yeah. Tripod was the best. I like tripod. So I much. didn't. I didn't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the first credit rolled up, you were like, "Boom, gone, closed." <laughs> just a dust cloud in your in your seat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Chris, that leaves you. Major compliment. A major compliment goes to, uh, this is almost a 1994 compliment. This is such a, like, a America, like, everybody drives Chevys and, like, skydiving and cool and, you know, whatever and explosions. Uh, the soundtrack credits of this movie actually include a separate credit just for the guitar soloist because there are so many shredding guitar solos as there's, like, <laughs> skydiving and, you know, oh, that's uh, pretty all cool. the action stuff. He's and listed as guitar soloist? Guitar soloist. Yeah, which I almost wow. expected to be Charlie Sheen, because, like, you know, fuck, that guy can do anything, right? But uh, it, it was another guy. That's... <laughs> I want all your stories to, to, to start and end that way. <laughs> I thought it was Charlie Sheen. But it was, uh, it was another guy. <laughs> yeah. Turns out it was Meryl Streep in that movie. Uh, oh, no. I would never have told. <laughs> I, I, I would recast this. Like I think, yeah. So giving 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 this the Ghostbusters treatment, I would recast this with uh, Meryl Streep. I would. And, you know, Meryl would be a former Team USA gymnast slash hotshot skydiving inst- instructor. I think she could do anything. And also, who do well, you want yeah. for the James Gandolfini role then? Oh like, man, just James Gandolfini <laughs> in a wig. Yeah, <laughs> he was so good in this. I, 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 yeah, who is wait. the who is the uh, uh, fat Ita- Italian mobster female? Who's that character? actor there's gotta be somebody um julia child the female (laughs) (laughs) julia child (laughs) okay great good morning meat suits welcome back to read and weep you guys were good podcast about uh books and movies and stuff uh i'm your host alex falcone on Twitter, Alex underscore falcone joining me as always he's at c walter smith on twitter in brooklyn new york it's mr chris smith I'm not just a walking penis, Alex. I'm a flying penis. <laughs> that wasn't bad. That was the best part. <laughs> that was literally the only good line. Uh, also joining us today on our third mic in Northern California, it's Mr. Ezra Fox. Pack your bags. We're going on a guilt trip. hey <laughs> All right, this is two good lines. You guys actually, yeah. Yeah, how did you find those? <laughs> the, we, uh, did I watch a different movie? The flying penis line. <laughs> I, Those are great. I definitely wrote down. Uh, also joining us, very special guest this week at Allison Fields on Twitter in Los Angeles. It's Allison Fields. Yada yada yada. <laughs> what was that? Uh, basically? Yeah, that was, and then that was the yada yada yada, and then like sex or whatever. I don't. Yeah, remember that was that was for the all the bullshit of a date before you get to the sex part. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. That was all yeah. the like talking to a person and connecting on a human level. Yeah. Here's the thing. Actually, a lot of the one-liners in like the quote section on IMDb are pretty good. Um, let's just say she did for bullshit what Stonehenge did for rocks. I okay. So I thought that was like a kind of weird line because nobody is like, man, rocks are great, right? Because of Stonehenge. Well, no. I yeah. just thought I was like, I just thought I was like, look, rocks are pretty good, but Stonehenge took it to another level. That was my interpretation of it. You know, where it's just like it's rocks, like in a way. On top of rocks, they got rocks on rocks on rocks. But in that mo- in the movie, right after he says that, the other guy's like, "Oh, that's a good line." Like, it's not even that good of a line, but the movie took time to appreciate itself. <sighs> Someone, you gotta love you first, Alex. <laughs> that's true. We're not watching a movie where it's not masturbatory. <laughs> we just, I just want Charlie Sheen to learn to love himself, I guess, so that he yeah. can love others. 
<laughs> Mission accomplished. Well, this is episode number 350. Woo! Um, I don't know if you guys have done the math on that, but that is over seven years. Or under yeah. seven years. Because we, we, you know, we, we took yeah. some breaks. Yeah. Happy birthday, us! I mean, yeah. yeah what do you get when you're... Uh, seven, I'm going to look up seven years of marriage and see what happens. I think it's skydiving instruction. Let's do oh, wait, this. No. <laughs> I think we just get an itch now, guys. That's, that's my understanding. <laughs> yeah, or a stallion. I would Is like stallions. Seven year stallion? No, I don't know about that. You got a stallion when you were seven? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, uh, that was. I thought that was like it was sort of like seven year itch. Like every seven years, he becomes real good at seduction or something. Oh. Uh, huh. Yeah. I thought it was about. Uh, I thought it was about crabs. Well, that's also itchy. So you're right. I've oh, got an itch actually, now. and and check that traditional seventh year anniversary copper or even itchier. Wool. Ooh. Yeah, so Copper's I've... not that itchy. No, no. It's more scratchy. Well, somebody knit us a sweater. It is... Don't actually. Um, knit us a <laughs> copper sweater. It is... Copper uh, us a, a sweater. We're, I guess it's in August, right? We started in August, I think. We don't usually thought... celebrate yeah, our whatever. birthday. We celebrate like uh, 100 episodes because there's fewer of those. Half as many <laughs> birthdays. Uh, but yeah, I guess something... Something. It's happened. Yeah. Seven years. Maybe, maybe we should all go, for, go out for an Abba Zabba. Anyway, uh, so this is episode 350. We've done as many episodes as the number of safe particles per million of CO2 in the atmosphere. That's the upper limit on how many Ooh. ppms of CO2 we should have. Currently, huh. we have over 400 because we're terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. Wait. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whose job was this? Because they <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. If only a scientist would publish a report about climate change. <laughs> well, Chris, I blame you. Yeah, if it were real, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> I I wish somebody would uh, have just, who saw this coming in the 90s, bought air conditioners. In, there's not a lot of air conditioning here in Portland. It's really frustrating because this is definitely a mm. town that knew this was coming. Yeah. Pretty warm there this morning, dude. It's fine right now. Although la- a couple weeks ago, we went to get ice cream when it was really hot. And we were in an ice cream place that was not air conditioned, which is... Insane. Oh, I thought it, like you were gonna say like, and it all melted. It was melted. Yeah, they were like, "Quick, drink this." When they gave it to you, <laughs> <laughs> really Just do shots. Yeah. I don't think you went to an ice cream place. <laughs> <laughs> Told you to drink. All right. Yeah, all you right. went to a sweat bar. I think. Unreliable narrator on that story. <laughs> anyway, speaking of dangerous things in the air, this week we're talking about terminal velocity. Whoa! Dun dun dun! The skydiving film uh, that came out of 1994, the year of movies. Yeah. Oh man! I do not think this was the best movie in 1994. No, it wasn't. But that's only because the 1994 had so many good movies. Yeah, you guys weren't you as you weren't here last week when we were talking about this. But 1994 is the year of movies. Oh, Look yeah, up! I just, I just I just binged a 1994 Titanic? movie, The yeah. Little Rascals. <laughs> yeah, Little Rascals and Titanic, and that was it. I think Titanic was not 1994. No, but Pulp Fiction was, and Shawshank oh. Redemption, the greatest <laughs> film of all time. The, Lion the mask, King? yeah, the mask. Oh, I enjoyed that. Dumb and Dumber, yeah, Dumb and Dumber, the original. Natural born. Damn, Killers. Titanic was ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get your so fours and your seven straight, Allison Fields. You know what, Allison? I actually <laughs> like that you were wrong about that because people who know every movie's year right off the bat creep me out. Yeah, I don't know that. Nobody asked me. Speed. You should just look at Bing, guys. <laughs> D two. I'm on Bing. Angels oh, Two Mighty Ducks is my fave. Yeah, yeah, lies. Next, yeah, yeah. Why can't you guys ask me to watch that? <laughs> All right. Do you want to watch yeah. Two Lies? 
No. D2, oh. the Mighty Ducks? Oh, you want to watch yes. D2, the Mighty Ducks? I want to watch the Mighty Ducks. Right, quack, huh? quack, quack, <laughs> quack. It's oh. Knucklebuck time. Yeah. Knuckle yeah. On the Bash Brothers? Oh, man. Yeah. Wait, guys, next pod crawl? Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, we could do the Mighty Ducks. That's pretty fun. Yeah. I also am thinking about starting a spinoff podcast called 1994, The Year of Movies, where I just get to watch all of these. Blank <laughs> I mean, you can just do that. You don't have to record oh, things about it. Blank check does not hold up, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet not. That is a weird, creepy relationship that kid has with that adult woman. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But doesn't he like have like a bounce house in his backyard? That's pretty great. Yeah, he has like a slide that goes from his house to the pool outside. Yeah. Oh, oh Stargate came out that year. Preston. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, that's fun. All right, anyway, so uh, we're not watching it because it was 1994, the year of movies. We're watching it because it was sponsored by Paul from New Jersey. Thanks, Paul. Paul uh, is the okay. one who pointed out that it was the year of movies, but he also said that, quote, based on our personal interests, based, sorry, based on personal interests, for example, skydiving, this movie hits a sweet spot on so many levels, but really... What more do you need than to know that it has Tony Soprano, Charlie Sheen, Shooter McGavin, Skydiving, or The Russian Mob, 90s Technology, XKGB, and inexplicably, a chair propelled by rockets. Yeah. Yeah, that was Rocket good. chair! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that song secretly about his kid or something? Unclear. Uh... Rocket chair. I was just. We'll never know. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to force us to uh, watch anything from your favorite year of movies or that has all of your uh, sweet spots, I guess. Although I, some of those are weird sweet spots, Paul. Uh, you know what? Don't judge another man's sweet spots. I mean, it's cool that he's into skydiving. It's weird that XKGB is one of his sweet spots, though. <laughs> yeah. I like some cloak and dagger. Yeah. yeah. I like current cloak and dagger. I don't. I'm not like. I, I like, like a retired cloak and a I'll, former I'll, dagger. Well, I'll be honest. I just like cloaks. I think that's uh, my sweet spot. Well, yeah. Uh, you, how about a wool cloak? It is your seven-year anniversary on the show. Yeah. Oh, it's too itchy. It is too itchy, though. <laughs> anyway, if you want to force us, go to read-weep.com, sign up on the mailing list, and you can sponsor an episode in one of the upcoming uh, sponsorship drives. Now, Chris, I yeah. need you to summarize, in the style of Gandolfini, pretending <laughs> to not be in the mob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did a good job at that. Like. Hey, I'm Barry Pinkwater. I was you can trust me. I mean, I was so suspicious of him for minute one. I was like, you're probably not a DA. I wasn't. Oh, really? Here's my business card that I couldn't possibly replicate. Well, he said, I'm I'm from the DA's office. We're investigating whether or not to charge you. And uh, usually the cops would bring you the case, uh, I would think. Yeah, I yeah. just thought it was some weird 94 loophole. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Tucson worked in the 90s. Yeah, but Tucson yeah, well, fucking no rules. It's international waters. Because, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, Charlie Sheen hadn't been, like, fired from his job for, like, sexual harassment yet. So I really don't know what the rules are. Anything goes. Uh, I just, Anything goes. But I just liked the idea. At first, I was, like, I was a little suspicious, but I was like, also, Gandolfini playing a cop. What a fun. Oh, no, he's yeah. in the mob, too. Playing against yeah. type, I thought, for sure. <laughs> yeah. nope. Nope, nope, nope. He was nope. playing type, playing against type. Yeah. Anyway, Chris, uh, tell people so, about uh, curiosity. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help you out with a little summary. All right? You can trust me. It's, it's fine. Uh, so Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen is Ditch Roadie. I'm just going to let that sink in. His character <laughs> name is Ditch Rody. Ditch. <laughs> Named oh, okay. uh, because he likes to sleep in them. Yeah. Also, his name is Richard, so I think it's half between Dick and Rich. Oh. Um, oh, which is... That. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's I mean, a... You know what? We, we don't talk about it, but Dick is a real weird dick name, so... Yeah, could be. Yeah. 
So, so Charlie Sheen, Ditch Rohde, is a former Team USA Olympic gymnast when they didn't go to the Olympics in 1976, I think, or 80, 80, 80, 80. something. No, 1976, the U.S. boycotted the Olympics, and so he didn't get to go to Moscow and compete. And so he sort of uh, has got a chip on his shoulder the size of an airplane, mm. uh, and he, he's an adrenaline junkie. He, he's a skydiver. He, he works as a skydiving instructor at a skydiving club outside of Tucson, and he's always getting up to shenanigans. Like, he will uh, skydive into the middle of town or base jump off a construction crane or just do stuff like that, and they well, are always getting hit up for uh, I, safety violations. I'm unclear about the shenanigan he pulled, because it seemed like he thought he he was at a bachelorette party. Well, I think I think the line was that he thought he was a batch at a bachelorette party, but I think that was just so he could expose like, himself. Expose himself, yeah, but he, he it was a prosthetic butt ass. and dick. Like oh, it was, was it really? yeah, yeah. He's, he, like he's walking predator. back to jail and like he's holding the pants that have the false butt on it. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So like he'll he'll parachute into the middle of town. He's wearing like leather pants and he rips off part of the leather pants and it's tear away and then you can see his butt and probably his his front facing genitals. You oh. know, Paul didn't admit it, but that's probably another one of his sweet spots. <laughs> hey, uh, also uh, before I write, our listeners write in, uh, it was 1980 uh, Summer Olympics that we boycotted. Oh, okay, yeah, it was eighty, and it was Mexico like, why didn't you go back in eighty four? No. You were, yeah. You can't say before listeners write in minutes after they've surely finished writing in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, corrections Damn department. Yeah. So anyway, in walks this fair. Uh, her name is Chris, and she wants to go skydiving, and she's sort of, you know, she's gorgeous, blonde. First time skydiving, kind of ditzy, but she doesn't like the idea of tandem jumping because she's wary of Charlie Sheen's, frankly blatant sexual advances on her yeah very uh, reasonably she's concerned so about that. they go with this option where the shoot is supposed to open up at a particular time and she still has a reserve and they trains her and like goes through and she, they go up and they're going up and she's real nervous and he's like trying to comfort her but also she's skeeved out by him obviously yeah and and she goes hey look is that another plane and he looks out the window and he turns and she's gone she's falling out the plane and uh, so he jumps out. He tries to save her. Her chute doesn't open uh, automatically. He tries to reach the the reserve chute. He doesn't. She falls to the ground, bounces, and dies. Like she's she's dead. Organs are liquefied. All that kind of stuff. You know, Ooh. like it's bad. And everybody's super super sad. And he's like going through a big guilt trip about it. And um, but he he thinks like, oh man, there's got to be something here. There's got to be something that that couldn't have. That couldn't have happened. There were too many safety it's things going on. that I, Ditch Brody, sexual harasser, messed yeah. up this job. Exactly. I'm going to steal her keys out of this dead woman's purse and go to her apartment. <laughs> he pushes his butt pants off the desk and finds hold, her purse hold underneath Hold on a second, him. Chris. Are you saying it's better to steal keys out of a live woman's purse? Yeah, because you can return them later and they can be like, oh, yeah, yeah you saw <laughs> Interesting. That's what we sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to gender that. I was just trying to be like, it's Chris. pretty genderized to me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Watch it. Woman's okay. Okay. I'll just give you guys my keys. I, I don't care. It's better to steal it out of a dead man's backpack. Yeah. yeah, but uh, he oh, goes to her pack. apartment. Dead men always have fanny packs, just for the record. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the law. Yeah, back in 94. I, Hell yeah. Okay, so the woman has died. Her stuff is just at his in his office. The cops yep. haven't investigated this at all. Yeah, Tucson police are not like on oh, the yeah, spot. Oh, yeah, wait, so the Tucson police never actually care, it turns out. Yeah, never. 
Exactly. Yeah. That was all fake. There's no investigation of this person who died. Yeah. Well, turns out he goes to her apartment. There are photos of her with her like expert skydiving team yes. and whatnot. And he's like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Wait, and wait, he's wait. like, let's let that sink in for a second. So a woman just died skydiving. And you're like, I think something is up. What I'm gonna go to her apartment and prove that she that I didn't mess this up. What could possibly be at her apartment that would vindicate <gasps> oh you? Wait, 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 wait. Unreliable narrator. So Charlie Sheen, after that accident, he, nothing else is real, man. <laughs> he's just trying. He just can't deal with his guilt. Uh, and this is his best. Like this is his Occam's Razor explanation of what happened. Yeah, it's not that I yes. messed up with the shoots. It's that. She is an expert skydiver and has the pictures to prove it. The only piece of evidence that could possibly vindicate me. Yeah. And then is also then KGB he, everything else. Well, and he gets attacked by Shooter McGavin in his apart in the apartment and there's like oh, some scuffle. Sure. Yeah. Uh there there's some like, you know, vaguely Russianish stuff going on and he doesn't really know what's what's up. So he escapes that and he's like investigating see is there a second plane and he kind of sees in the in the tape because somebody on the ground was filming this thing he sees there was a second plane and he's starting to figure this out that like something was up maybe this girl was just trying to kill herself but he actually follows a lead out to this uh airfield where this plane landed uh and turns out she's alive what turns out they dumped a dead body in the same jumpsuit with a parachute that wasn't going to open uh, and, you know, they kind of switch route and she skydived uh, behind a blind spot in the plane or something like that while everybody was looking at that other body. Just I the classic misdirection. A, how did she get an extra body up in the plane? Well, no, that, was her, she was, that was her body was in the other plane. Body was in the, the chase plane oh, that nobody saw. Oh, that does make sense then. Okay. Yeah. It makes more sense than her just like she has a secret pocket where there's an entire dead human. <laughs> well, because they did, they did make like the thing was like, you know, like, hey, this, this jumpsuit's a little baggy. I was like, did she stick an extra body in the van? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what her plan. Okay, this makes more sense. Thank you. Body pocket. So. Right, the body, po- body sh- pocket. Isn't, yeah. Isn't a, isn't a piece of clothing a body pocket? Like the body is the whole pocket on the Wait, inside. Wait, hold on. Is your skin. Is your skin kind of your body pocket? Nope. Oh. Nope. We're moving away from this. It sounds like a really weird, like, Christian way to ask something. <laughs> may I please enter your body pocket? Oh, <laughs> no. You will not. I may That's not. That's so vanilla. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it turns out she was trying to fake her own death. Her name's uh, Chris, or uh, I think it's Krista is her Russian name or something. Uh, so Russian. Yeah, dude. But she, um, she's been. Wait a second, Chris. What's your real name? Oh yeah, your Russian name is Chris. I'll never tell. <laughs> but she was, she's involved with some KGB people, and she's trying to fake her own death, and then steal some information that they really wanted, and thwart some plan because they are trying. These KGB guys are going rogue. The uh, USSR just discombobulated a couple of years ago, and it's chaos over there. <laughs> these former KGB people are trying to hijack some gold, essentially, uh, in order to have. The money to stage a coup to be in power and all these all this shady stuff and she they steal was kgb plane. and got a conscience about it and wants to uh wants to stop them from stealing all this gold it's an airplane full of gold that she says was going to go to pay for staples for her people not uh, like office supplies I don't think like you need food that many staples yeah yeah well but also like i don't know where you're gonna go buy these like this rice but you probably can't pay in bullion like that's not that yeah, the like plan is weird... to mint the gold into currency. Yeah, that's real weird. That seems like a many step. It feels unfair well, for her to say this is earmarked. We didn't. We didn't have Venmo back in 1994, <laughs> so I think anything. Oh, uh, dark time. 
I think Venmo would have changed this movie around for me. Yeah. <laughs> if they were, wait, if, wait. Who who would you have Venmo playing then? Would Venmo be the James Gandolfini character? <laughs> yeah, but you can't replace him. No, you can't. Okay, good point. Maybe replace Shooter McGavin with Venmo. Shooter McGavin doesn't so, solve all my so problems. You, you think Venmo fell out of the plane, but really it was PayPal the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I just got I got to blow your mind for a second. Uh, PayPal owns Venmo. I know. I know. I'm aware. What? Yeah. Yeah. This you want to avoid PayPal? Like, this is like McDonald's owning Chipotle to me. Right? What? Yeah. Is that true? Not anymore. They, oh, really? No, yeah. They owned a huge part of Chipotle for a long time, but they don't anymore. But in oh, well, general, then I'm free. In gen- <laughs> yeah, you can go there. Uh, in general, if you like something, it's owned by something shitty and evil. Above yeah. It. yeah. Uh, My favorite burger place here in town, secretly owned by Hooters. What? Yeah. What? Hooters bought Little Big Burger, my favorite Little Big Burger place. Little uh, Big Burger. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was Little fun. Burger. It was great. And then it's owned by Hooters. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. Maybe everything that you don't like, though, is owned by something bigger that you do like. Oh. So maybe, like, Hooters is owned by the moon. <laughs> I do like the moon. Moon Hooters. <laughs> oh, man. That was so good. That was really surprising. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, there's this big conspiracy, and she she says to Sheen, "I will prove that I am still alive, therefore exonerating you from you know the FCC thinking you killed me." Which through your negligence, out they don't. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on a second. FAA, just FAA. Sorry, FAA. Sorry, <laughs> the, the FAA won't let me be... as long as you don't swear about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the, FAA. <laughs> the seven dirty bodies you can't drop on TV. <laughs> So the FAA is investigating, and he he's in big trouble because you know it was on his watch that this woman supposedly died. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, so she's like, "I will prove that I'm not dead for you and exonerate you if you help me out with this heist." And he goes, "Eh, fuck it. I guess so. I love adrenaline. I'm a former gymnast. I can skydive. Let's do this." It is unclear why she needs his help or why him being a former g- gymnast matters. Yeah. Right. And yeah, exactly. So he steals this like. He goes into this uh, industrial warehouse plant. He steals this, like, cylinder that contains some data about the gold. And I... Fuck, it doesn't matter. But uh, on the way out, the Russian baddies are shooting at him. And then, like, it turns out that James Gandolfini, the DA that was supposedly helping him or investigate or it seemed like kind of a nice guy, is secretly also KGB. And so, uh, you know, it's just him and this uh, pretty blonde girl on the run from these KGB people. kills the bony-headed dude. Yeah. The guy from Twin Peaks. Yeah. Yep. It's real sad. And I liked him and his, yeah. his visible skull shape. So then it just turns into a 90s action movie where, like, you know, they shoot up his car and it blows up and then they escape in a rocket chair and that blows up. And then, and then, they then there's... Camping. They go camping and then there's and a it blows thing... up. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get on a 747 that's, in a, that's parked and there's a lot of shooting. And, you know, there's just, like, a lot of stuff. And at the end... Uh, the Russians are trying to escape with the gold. They have her in the trunk of a car. Uh, he rents in, in a biplane. Air, an airplane. They, sorry. Yeah, he she, rents she's a, in the trunk of a car, which is in the butt of an airplane. It, it, it's in the butt of a cargo plane. It's in plane. the body pocket of a cargo plane. Yeah. He, <laughs> he rents a biplane and has the biplane driver catch up to a jet. Yep. Ooh, he and actually, the, and he, he deputizes the biplane driver also. Yes. Yep. Uh, as in, fake, fake deputizes, I guess. Yes, he, he's he, really yeah, because he's not actually FAA. He tricks the, the, the pilot into thinking that he is now an FAA deputy and yeah. has all those rights and responsibilities that go along with that. Which so we he should all try. He skydives from the biplane to the cargo uh, plane and then 
uh, drives the car out of the cargo plane in the air, gets the girl out of the car and they parachute down together. And there's like a final fucking punchy fight scene. But like and then for all the efforts for saving Russia's gold, 60 million dollars worth of gold. He gets a medal in Russia and meets a three-legged dog, and it's adorable. Yeah. Well, and he gets a, a, a Russian gold, which is what he's always wanted. Oh, yeah, because he's always wanted that Russian gold. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any reason for him to be a former gymnast except for that line. Yeah, and like he, he does have like action movie upy, upper body strength where he can always pull himself up from a hanging position uh, oh, on stuff. Oh, yeah, on a moving airplane. He does do that. Yeah, which might be a gymnast thing. But otherwise, yeah, it's just sort of like irrelevant. Charlie Sheen in this movie plays the entire thing deadpan like it's a fucking joke. And this movie is uh, all the better slash worse for it. Uh, well, let's do some of the, the worst parts of the better for worse. Uh, that's the book. Thanks, Chris. Great summary. Oh, yeah, that um, is the book. Yeah, thank you, dude. So yeah. uh, did that make sense? Do you guys kind of, you know, uh, planes? Russia. Planes, skydiving. Uh, body pockets. Yeah. Russia. Explosions. There's a bazooka at one point because it's 1994. Every action movie needs a bazooka. Oh, oh I, I did like it. the bazooka, actually. That was a good moment. Because he's yeah. like hanging out with his friend at the Army Surplus store, and the Army Surplus guy is like, oh, we're in a war. Finally, what I've always wanted. <laughs> it's about time. And then he pulls out his bazooka. I... Uh, actually, I have I have plenty of things that I enjoyed. I want... Let's, well, let's take a hand raise. Did it... What's your... What's your What's your feeling about it, Ez? Let's start with you. How did how did you? Was this fun? Was there a fun part to you, or did you hate it? I uh, after I tried to get over my disappointment that it wasn't uh, drop, drop zone. zone. <laughs> um, I like I, I think really I just I I, I I could not enjoy Charlie Sheen being Charlie Sheen in this. I, this was a thumbs down for me. Oh man! All right, Allison, how about you? Yeah, if I had thumbs. <laughs> um, they would be down. What happened to your thumbs? I just can't, I can't talk about it. Oh shit! Yeah. It has to do with the KGB, <laughs> which they don't want me to talk about. But that's yeah. all I'm gonna say. I can tell you that I'm I'll part say. of it, and I can tell you <laughs> that I I call my hands tripod because they. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chris, what did you think? Uh, I thought there were some interesting, like, I liked a lot of the background stuff. Like, I liked some yeah. of the side characters. Oh, we're going to talk more the, about side characters later. But, like, Charlie Sheen, his performance could not hold this movie together. He was so mm-hmm. just, like, he clearly didn't give a shit about anything. And it it shows. Oh, interesting. But also, I, I just, uh, this movie was too long by half. Like, yeah. once the intrigue of she's actually alive and they're doing a thing happens, there's still an hour in the movie left. Yeah, and it gets real convoluted. I had a, like, 80%, 90% good time. I was having a good time almost the whole movie. Oh, cool. I, I don't know what it is. I enjoy, I, I like anything that says KGB. I think that the Cold War is the best war. And, <laughs> uh, it's like, just, it's such a great, I don't know, like, white bad guys. It's just a fun way to be like, oh, yeah, we can hate these guys because they're Russian and they're shooting everybody. And with then bleached hair. Yeah, with bleached hair. Oh, yeah, I hated that guy, and he was Shooter McGavin, so I hate him for that. Yeah. And they're just jumping out of planes, and I guess I don't hate Charlie Sheen as much as everybody as he deserves. I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, as a kid, I really liked the Hot Shots par- action Hot parody Shots. movies. Uh, and he, oh, and, and Major League, and he was in uh, in uh, Ferris Bueller. He, yeah, he was the yeah, best boyfriend. Great that. He was basically himself yeah. in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I had a generally good time, but let's do some hates then, since it's, this seems like a largely hate uh, moment. And uh, yeah, let's just do some oh, quick yeah. hates. So let's fire off some of your least favorite things about Terminal Velocity. 
the objectification of women in this was super blatant. Yeah. Uh, Woman. This movie started out with blonde girl character basically in her underwear, changing her clothes, and fighting off generic bad guys who invade her apartment in a home invasion scene. But it's yeah. so like, like the camera just lingers on her body in ways that I was just like, oh. Yeah, like give this woman some privacy. She's got bad guys to fight. Yeah. It was yeah. It was it was it was weird. It was weird. Why was bad. the only other chick in in um, crutches? Did she, no, there's this running joke, and this uh, sorry to get that, into comments. That was kind of she funny. was awesome. She isn't. She broke both of her legs essentially, so she's in leg casts and limping around. But she's like really like friendly and pretty, and just like backwards hat wearing. Mm-hmm. And then so she's like, "Hey, what's up? I can't go skydiving with you guys, but." I'm cool. And then at the end of the movie, her legs are healed, but she has managed in the meantime to break both of her arms. So she's in <laughs> arm casts. And she's like, hey, I can't go skydiving, but what's up? So she's always just breaking herself in these uh, these ways. I, I would have thought that. that. Like, I thought... Oh, no, it was good. That was good stuff. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think the benefit of having a double arm cast is like pretty easy high fives. Oh, yeah. You're stuck in, in well, giving high fives mode. You don't want anyone yeah. to high five you. You have a broken mm-hmm. arm. Exactly. Nah, it's you haven't broken like a, your five. It's a tease. It's a tease five. That's the worst I time for high could, fives. Okay, guys, write in. Can you get high fives with broken arms if you have cats? I broke my wrist in high school, my right wrist, and I was locked in a sort of weird, uh, gimpy high five position. Oh, you did and? not. You, no, no, that and? would hurt like a mother. Lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I gave out high fives so much yeah. all the time. Yeah. Doctors who listen to the podcast, write in and lie to Ezra about the high fives. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he just for some reason really needs to hear that now. <laughs> hey, Allison, what else did you hate about you this hate movie? About it? Oh boy. Um, God, I well, I kept like pausing it because I was like, <laughs> leaving the room to do stuff, and then the movie just never ended. So I eventually just it was so long. Yeah, there were so many action sequences that I was like, did I already see this? <laughs> They're all the same to me. I thought it was yeah, it was the. Obviously, I'm smoking he's a, a pack of cigarettes as I say that. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. I I think my okay. I'll just do my my biggest hate is that like ninety percent of the dialogue in this is spoken over airplane cool. noise, um, yeah. or like like they're skydiving and they're having a complex conversation which you cannot do. It's too loud or they're yeah like, i'll tell you on the way down and yeah. then it's just wind like what you definitely can't yeah. <laughs> there was a great Mythbusters about that where they were trying to communicate literally any word while skydiving and you can't get, <laughs> like you can't tomato would be too much to get the other person to hear uh you also can't do it when the back is open and you're flying in a cargo plane uh, you can't do it while you're in an open-topped, bi- a convertible biplane. Like, Mm-mm. almost all the conversations are when wind is rushing by your face at what would be uh, an incomprehensible level. Yes. That that bugs me a little bit. As much as I love skydiving, I, it's not for talking. It's a more of a personal I, experience. <laughs> I got an issue. Um, so, with the... Um, okay. One of the last action sequences uh, when uh, our our blonde heroine is stuck in a, a car trunk... Um, Charlie Sheen like drives the car like out of the plane without really like thinking of like how well he's going to get her out of the trunk first. I feel like you could probably okay. So you he could probably wait to like you could probably like really like lock that down and then you know wait. So he so he's in the car. She's locked in the trunk. Yeah. He backs out of the airplane and yeah. then he pulls the trunk release lever, which, which breaks. Would, you would think is the normal plan for getting someone out of a trunk, but somehow he pulls the trunk release level so lever so hard. Mm-hmm. He destroys it, keep it, and the trunk does not open from that effort. Which 
I gotta say, I, I, I think you're being a little hard on him. As I think the plan of I'm gonna pull the trunk release lever and surely it won't break and keep the trunk closed. I feel like in a high stress situation, it just other than everyone else. Just you know, if you if there's some part that's like key to your plan, you test that out first before you're falling from a plane. Well, but but part two is if she falls out of a plane and dies, he's already in trouble for that. Yeah. Oh, double jeopardy. Yeah, they can't he, double jeopardy for him for killing her the same time, the same way. I think that's. A, <laughs> I, I think actually, I don't think the same way is really the part of that. I think it's just you can't you can't control for killing someone twice. Well, that might no, but if they were like, look, we think that she's actually alive, and we to prove it, here is the body that you shot. Um, that would be different <laughs> than if it's like, no, 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 she's a pancake, not outside of Phoenix, she's outside of Tucson, like that. I don't think they. I think they could get him for that. Did anyone see that movie Double Jeopardy? It was kind of nope. like this. No, was that 1994? Uh, thereabouts, but no, <laughs> I don't think so. Good. Yeah, that means I'm not creepy for knowing that. Here's so a good. hate. Yeah, please. Uh, 99 Double Jeopardy. I know there's Russians involved, but everything is Chekhov's everything in this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. What I mean by that is they show an aquarium, and like two scenes later, it shatters. There's well, like yeah, it's like it's like Chekhov's uh, a Russian is going to get thrown through this. Yeah, but then they they show rocket sled car and it's just something the junkyard yeah, dealer's working on, and of course they take it uh, for a joyride. Oh man, and how much worse would this movie be if he like met a guy fixing a rocket car and then they were like, well, goodbye forever, and then they never talk to that guy or that rocket car again? Yeah, that would be such a worse movie. I mean, you're, yeah. I understand that this is frustrating for you how obvious it was, but goddamn, I wanted them to ride so the rocket obvious. sled so bad. Is, we, that that the guy, is that the guy who said, what a ride? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But and then he we even met, the, like, the dog that they mentioned. Like, there were no, there were no, nothing was left open-ended by the end of this movie. I think that's good. They closed all their, all their loops. Should we have, like, a, uh, like, a Chekhov's, like, tease movie? Where it's just, like, it's stuff that doesn't, like, nearly happens but doesn't. They just introduce a lot of cool stuff and then none of it pays off. Man, I would hate that so much more. I think Chekhov would, too. <laughs> Me and my buddy Chuck. Uh, yeah. I, check off. I, Sometimes life is like that, though, you know? I have one yeah. more quick hate that I want to put out there, which is uh, Tucson. It's too hot. Yeah. It is too hot there. The sun lives there. I don't know if you guys have it's been. Hot. It is. Yeah. Two suns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything to do there? Does, does anyone have any frame of reference about Tucson? There's a, there's a college. There's a big university there, and there's some cool stuff in the ecology district. And also, uh, there's like very stereotypical cacti where they're like one arm they're two curves they look arms. like taco time yeah they yeah. look like taco time cactus and they're so oh, beautiful um, so there's some nice nature hikes if you get outside of town uh, but it's a, it's a it's kind of a junky little desert town uh, yeah there's a part early in the movie where she says in Russian I'm leaving Tucson and if you're smart you will too that's a uh, fun fact official city that's- motto of Tucson <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Snitch haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah, yeah. How much they hated. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Name That Sandwich. Name That Sandwich is brought to you by Amazon.com. Sounds like a scam, but it's not. Amazon. Name That Sandwich is the new game show on the Sesame Network designed to test Ezra's legendary knowledge of sandwiches. So we're going to turn the classic TV show into a three-person food-based quiz that works like this. I'm going to give you a hint, and then each of you has to bid on how many ingredients you need 
to name that sandwich. <laughs> All famous sandwiches. So uh, not like, this is what I like to do with peanut butter and pickles or whatever. But like, so <laughs> yeah. I have, What I, do you like to do with peanut butter and pickles? I'll tell you the number of ingredients total that I think are important to it. And you guys, and then the, a hint, and you guys will bid. And then if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, the other two people can steal. The winner is the first to three points or the most points when I run out of sandwiches. So, um, Ez, I'm going to go with you first. So you start okay. the bidding, and then we'll go Ezra, Allison, Chris. So, first sandwich. Do you guys understand? Do you guys get the format? Yeah, let's name that tune. Name yeah, that yeah. Tune with sandwiches. Yeah. First sandwich. Seven ingredients. Clue. Asia. As how many ingredients do you start the bidding at seven? You have to start at seven. Zero. It's bon me. It is bon me. Yeah, I was like, it's a, it's a, yeah, we all were like, it's a bon me sandwich. I wanted us to start with an easy one. All right. Uh, but now go to the, okay, fine. This has one point. Uh, all right. Uh, number two, uh, clue Europe. Allison, you're seven ingredients. You start the bidding, it's Europe. Yes. You said? Yeah, you, you close Europe. So you start with seven, or you can start Fucking, with six. They probably do some open face bullshit over there. <laughs> oh, for show, for show. So does croak ha- does croak madame count? So yeah. start the start the bidding at seven. How many ingredients yeah. do you need to name this? Yeah, sandwich? okay. For a European dick sandwich. Um, <laughs> it's not a dick sandwich. Start with seven. Oh, well, so that's a gimme then. You're you all telling us one of the ingredients. I give two isn't? clues. It's not dick. All right. Allison, you start the bidding at seven. Yeah, you're gonna have to teach me because I am confused. Okay, now. so I'm just so you, traditionally you'd start at the at the most, and then later on as we go, you can get more aggressive. But for now, we're gonna start you at seven. Oh, it's like a slow, so slow Chris, tease. Uh, uh, do you, so you can either say six ingredients, or you can yeah. tell her to name that sandwich. Uh, I can do it in six. Yeah. All right. Now, as you can either do f- say five or four. Or you can tell Chris oh, to name that sandwich. Okay. Oh, I okay. wanted to say five. Damn it. I can. Well, you can say five <laughs> now if you want. No, no, no. And then get more aggressive right. later. Because if you get it wrong. I'll, I'll say five. I'll say five. And so now Alice can finally say her four if she wants. Yes, to. now you can say four. Four. Okay, great. Uh, Allison Fields, that great? name that sandwich. Um. Wait, I'm going to tell you the four ingredients. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> she just has to go off of that. Not a dick. Oh, Europe. And is number it a four. Panini? Let me tell you the four <laughs> ingredients. <laughs> All right, the four that I'm going to say are whipped eggs, boiled ham, cheese, and panda mi. Croque madame? So incorrect. That's not correct at all. Zero percent correct. Uh, So you guys have a chance to steal. Chris? Whipped egg? That sounds nasty. Chris or, well, so uh, uh, Chris first. You have a chance to steal. If it's not a croque madame and it wasn't close. <laughs> well, I didn't, um, I didn't say it's not close. I just said it's not that. Okay. My guess is that it's a croque monsieur. That is correct. It is, it is a croque monsieur. A uh, croque madame would be if you put... With the egg you have and, a, and no ham. Another egg on top, yeah. And oh, no ham. The egg is like... That's what I thought. That's why... I was I, super fucking technical there. Well, the two different sandwiches. That's not that Allison, I'm going to share my point with you. We each Thank get half. Thank you so much. I'm yeah. never going to France. <laughs> this is, this is, it's hard to make game shows. This is not my specialty. I think the real game... The real game is... No, it's Tormenting Alex is the real game, I think. <laughs> like, that's the one that I'm playing. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I think we're all winning that. Ez has one point. Uh, Chris and Allison are sharing one, so they're tied at a half a point. Uh, the yeah. next one, Clue is North America. Uh, Chris, you're gonna start off the bidding. There are six total. Okay, uh, it's North American. Uh, I'm from here. I'm gonna say I can do it in five. Okay, great. As four. 
All right. Allison, you can either say lower than that or you can tell him to name that sandwich. Name that sandwich. All right. Four ingredients, clue North America. Ham, roasted pork, Swiss cheese, and pickles. So wait, if I were to say this is a uh, a ham and Swiss with roasted pork on it, that'd be right too. <laughs> you can't tell me that. But this sandwich has a name, well, or it has a name, or it's a sandwich that has a name, and you just didn't have the enough ingredients to get the giveaway clue. Oh no, I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> I mean, no, because there are two other ingredients that would disqualify that answer. And say, what, that, would they take away the ham and the roasted pork? Because that's what I'm mentioning. Well, but it would no longer be the sandwich you just described. It's still that so sandwich. That's, so you don't know. Okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. So it's, wait, wait, hold on. Let me just give a final answer before you steal. It's a ham and Swiss with roasted pork, a pickle, and two mystery ingredients. <laughs> that is, you cannot tell me that is not what that oh, sandwich wait. is. That's not what that is, because one of the mystery ingredients is the bread. And so it's on, it's with one and on the one. Can I steal it after it's been stolen? No, no it's, your, it's your chance to steal right now, Allison, so. Oh, okay. Um, Do it. it. Is it a Cuban? It's a Cuban! Hey! You said North American. It was a misnomer. Hey. Is it not? Isn't that? Well, no, I mean, it, it meant to throw you off if you were, yes. un, like, USA-centric. Uh, exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. You know so I that, am. Not misnomer. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the giveaway clue would have been Cuban bread. Yeah. Um, all right. So, <laughs> Ez has one. Allison has one and a half. Chris, you're in third place with half a point. So you'll Damn start it. off this next bidding round. The, ne- the clue is, again, Europe. But there are three ingredients. Uh, so start two. with three. Two. Oh, no. Start with I'm going to start with two. Start, okay. Start with two. Ez. And I want to. Uh, oh, zero. It's a BLT. That is not correct. Yeah. So you're eliminated. It. Allison, you can either <laughs> say one ingredient Zero ingredients, or you could tell Chris to name that sandwich. And I want Chris to name that friggin' sandwich. All right. Hey-o. Two ingredients, and uh, you'll see in a second, you probably could have done this with one. <laughs> the ingredients are chips and brown sauce. What? Oh. Well, you couldn't have done it in one, but if you... Shit! If you're familiar with the sandwich, you could have done it in one. Yeah, damn it. Because I would have just said chips, and you'd have a pretty good idea if you knew the sandwich. Well, it sounds like you don't. I Wait, don't. Can you... Go, Chris, go for my play. <laughs> it's a sandwich with just round sauce and one other. No, uh, it almost sounds like a fucking poutine, but it's not. Uh, oh, God. Uh, uh, nah, I, I don't know. Wait, is it a bullshit stumped. sandwich? One. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, Chris, I'm stumped. you don't have it. Yeah. Uh, as can you steal? I got eliminated. Oh, you're right. You did get eliminated. Allison. Allison, can you steal? No. No, this is a sandwich called a Chip Buddy. B-U-T-T-Y. Oh, yeah, no. It's a classic British sandwich with just French fries, brown sauce on a roll. It seems gross, but it's a... <laughs> yeah. Hey, Britain. Everything they eat is gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Britain, how's that going for you? <laughs> uh, all right. So... Uh, we are gassy. We still just need uh, one and a half for Allison to win or two for the gentleman. Uh, well, okay. two and a half for Chris. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Ezra, you're going to start us off. North okay. America, four ingredients. Okay. Okay, so it's not a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly and jelly and jelly? Well, no, and the bread can also be one of the ingredients. I feel like you're inconsistent. No. All of these, the bread is listed. It's just whether or not I say it. Uh, okay. Sometimes it's too easy if I say that. Okay, so a BLT would have four ingredients for you? 
Uh, I would probably say mayonnaise on that as well. I don't know. It depends on what would oh, be yeah. the official. You wouldn't put mayonnaise in a BLT? I'm not eating that. Oh, you guys. Anyway. Oh, mayo, mayo's great. It de- I was looking at... Uh, Fuck mayo. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Settle calm down, down people. Calm down. I, uh, I feel like I'm talking with children. There's nothing in there you don't like. It's just egg and oil. No, mayonnaise is incredible. You're totally right. Yeah. Okay, Ez. Or no, Chris, you're starting us off, right? Oh, okay. No, I don't know. Uh, who, who, who no, no, it's Ezra. It was Ez, Ezra. Ez, four yeah. ingredients. North America. Okay, North America, four ingredients. I'll do it in three. Great. Allison. Uh, a two. Ooh. Name that sandwich. All right, I think you can probably do it. Hoagie, ribeye. Wait, was the hoagie bread? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. What sandwich has a hoagie and ribeye steak? Uh, uh. I guess I could have given you two easier ones, but I thought that was pretty good. Can I steal? Not yet. And Chris I get to a, steal before you get to steal. steal. Oh, does that mean both uh, of you know it? Sounds. I have like a guess. Three. But I two. thought a hoagie was a type of sandwich. <laughs> a hoagie, a hoagie bread. roll, yeah. Yeah. Two. Like a... One. I'm, I'm out. You're out. All right, Chris. I'm just going to say a steak sandwich. Close, but that's not it. As... <gasps> cheese steak. <laughs> cheese steak. It is a cheese Shit. steak. Ah. fucking... Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Ezra, uh, to no one's surprise, has one. No, Ezra's only a two. Ah. Uh, uh, Ezra's tired. Ezra's tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. We have uh, we're we're almost done. started eating his arm. We're almost done. <laughs> I'm just so hungry and so tired. Uh, uh, Chris, does that make you up? Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Chris, you're up. Uh, all right. North America, three ingredients. Uh, I can do it in three ingredients. Sure. Great. As um, tell me to name I'll it. T- tell me to name it. <laughs> Okay, Chris, name it. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. Chris, your three ingredients are mustard, a hot dog bun, and a hot dog. Wait a second, that's not a sandwich. Hundred percent, ah! that is a sandwich. Officially, there is no argument about this anymore. <laughs> We're arguing about it. There's still an argument. Oh, it's meaningless. Uh, you name that Alex. sandwich. <laughs> Under yeah, protest. Gonna... Under protest. This is a hot dog yes, sandwich. It is a hot dog. <laughs> oh, that sounds so unnatural. You could just say a hot dog, uh, Chris. No, because uh, <laughs> basically, no. It's now two to two to two. So whoever gets this last sandwich wins the game. Name that sandwich. Doesn't, doesn't Allison have half a point extra? He, he, yeah. She has two and a half. But I'm gonna. That's true. I'm gonna round them both to two. So as you're gonna start us okay. off, I'm gonna. The clue is, uh, well. I'm just going to say six ingredients. What? Uh, no clue. Yeah, no clue. Or, or is the clue six ingredients? Uh, the clue is... Well, okay. The clue is Subway. <laughs> oh, God. Six ingredients. <laughs> All right. I'll take five. Allison. Name that sandwich. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ezra. <laughs> turkey bologna. Turkey ham. Turkey salami. Cheese. And your choice of veggies. This is a Subway sandwich? Uh-huh. Okay. That. Wait, your choice of veggies is definitely not one ingredient. <laughs> yes, it is. No, there is no way your choice of veggies could be in one ingredient. I'm the game master. That's just my answer. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is so suspect. Steal. <laughs> I didn't answer yet, though. Yeah, it was three seconds. Is it like a, like a 
was it, like a turkey sub club? That is not correct. Allison, you have a chance uh. to steal for the win. Um, uh, it's called a turkey butthole, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I believe she's right. Uh, that is the fun fact about Subway, and the reason I include this is that all of the meat is actually turkey meat. So when you get bologna, it's actually turkey bologna, and ham is turkey ham. Anyway, uh, but Chris... Hey, is that true? Apparently, according to the internet. Chris, for a steal? Uh, I think that's the Italian combo. Oh, you guys are so close. That is a cold cut combo. Nobody oh. got it. Winner by a half a point is Allison Fields. You Allison Yay. Fields! Yay. Wow, this feels great. Um, <laughs> really upset about that hot dog comment. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I am so upset. Yeah. Uh, I'm yelling into the microphone. I'm sorry. I need to wash my mouth out with some <laughs> relish. Yeah, some delicious so, non-sandwich going relish. Not only yes. is it official in uh, the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defining it as a sandwich, but also <sighs> if you look at sandwiches of the world, there are so many sandwiches that are cut on one end and, and open instead of having a full two slices of bread and that have sausage and, and all the ingredients. It's a, it is so clearly a sandwich. If you look at I'll, sandwiches, the you know what, Alex? You're like you're like the like the kid like on the playground who's like, did you know that like a tomato is like a fruit? And I'm like, fuck you, man. Because like even if you're technically right, you're still wrong. I hate that kid. I'm not that kid. I take that as an insult. Because tomatoes <laughs> are are a vegetable because you put them on salad. They're not. There's no dinner fruit. Uh, so that's how we decide, not based on seeds. But a, a, a hot dog is so <laughs> like a sandwich. It's so interestingly a sandwich. Anyway, well, that's it for the first and last episode of. Name that sandwich. Hot dogs. Name that sandwich was brought to you by Amazon.com. Look, you're buying stuff from Amazon all the time already. How hard would it be just to type Amazon.com instead? Same great Amazon, but we get a kickback for referring you. Do you like it? I love it. I got it at Amazon.com. I'm really trying to find a place where it only says that Subway is made out of turkey but I do not see where that's true. Today I learned that the meat on Subway's cold cut comp... Maybe it's not all of it. Maybe it's just on the cold cut. Yeah. Okay. Um, big big yaks on that one. I started with yeah. Oh, Sub- no, no, I'm not making this up. Let me see. So if you go to uh, Subway's menu... Subwaytruthers.com. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. It's stacked with turkey-based meat. All right. Yeah. Ham, salami, balloon. Yeah, right. that's on Subway's official menu. I don't know if that's all of their meats. I, yeah, I think seems, it's just that one, man. It's just that one? Okay. Yeah. It does seem weird that they would have like a separate like two kinds of bologna though. But I guess black flesh yeah. ham is ham. Anyway, I just want to say game. that one was like yeah. an okay game. It was not great. Uh, <laughs> although as- I'm, I'm glad you had us play that game. Okay, good. I also like that your game is torturing me. That was a smart, <laughs> that's a smart move. <laughs> All right, you guys, it's time for the game of lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus lightning round. Lightning bonus round. Formerly top five. This is my mini game segment. First up, I want to play No Retreat, No Surrender. Chris mentioned this earlier. There are so many interesting side characters. Obviously, Tripod would be a great No Retreat. No Tripod, the Russian dog. So, uh, so No Retreat is our game where we discuss uh, minor side characters who are more important than, like, seem more interesting to follow than the main characters. Uh, based off the movie No Retreat, No Surrender, where his neighbor seemed way cooler than him. So, uh, who would, in this movie would you rather follow a story of than Charlie Sheen? I mean, girl who breaks her limbs all the time yeah, seems pretty great. She's, she's a strong contender. Life. Also, uh, uh, a black side character who is just, like, videotaping people skydiving and, yeah. and uh, scamming on girls seems pretty fun. I like... Uh, how about I guy like who wants to buy a knife? people dying. He, well, oh, yeah. he's got a camera. He's not going to catch her. Right? 
Yeah, yeah. what do you expect from him? Yeah. If he had you a know little how much a handicam cost in nineteen ninety four dollars? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I liked he was the one who was like when Charlie Sheen was like Man, the ground's coming up at you 250 miles an hour. You can't do anything about it. You ever thought of just not pulling the chute? And then the guy was like, nope. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, that was good, like, Charlie, you should get help. Uh, and then he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about go ahead. the guy who wants to buy that knife? Oh, yeah. He was oh, like... Oh, junk dealer? The junk dealer. And he was, like, <laughs> just asking questions about the knife, but not actually selling it. He was scamming that guy. Yeah, but also that junk dealer has a weird suicide wish where he's building himself a rocket chair where he and presumably a buddy, since there are two chairs, are going to use a jet engine on a railroad to slam into a wall at 350 miles an hour. He built a murder-suicide machine. He did. Man, what's wrong with that guy? That that guy, A, should seek help, but also B, that is a very interesting proposition, sir. Also, like, yeah, do you want to build a murder-suicide chair that has so many potential fail points and who knows he got above 88 miles an hour maybe there's a flux capacitor <laughs> in the back be a time travel murder machine <laughs> yeah he's gonna go back Whoa. in time and kill you you yeah you'll kill your grandfather kind of thing oh no that's the kill your grandfather paradox <laughs> uh, uh I'm, I'm gonna say uh uh shooter mcgavin's hairdresser <laughs> oh yeah uh he was like i would like uh frosted tips and she was like no it's all blonde or nothing Trust me, it's going to be huge on the cooking channel in <laughs> 20 years. Oh, my God. I would, I would love to follow. Uh, so there's so many people. Um, I would love to follow the guy who, when, uh, when Ditch stole the guy's cor- Ferrari or Corvette, steals the guy's car. Oh, yeah. It's at a gas oh, yeah. station getting cleaned. Uh, Ditch walks up and just goes to the gas station attendant and is like, thanks, man, and jumps in the car and drives away. And the guy who yes. owns the car walks out and goes, hey, I have one just like it. Yeah. And that's a really, like, I like that guy's upbeat attitude. I want to follow him through to his day where you can't, you can't get him down. Yeah, yeah. right. He just, he just, really the best thing, like, yeah, just, he gets his wallet. Someone's like, oh, that, I have the same wallet. Yeah, it's a neat wallet. Know? Oh, man, my wallet also oh. had $130. What if he's just so lonely and he's looking for potential friends and he's like, oh, man, we have a shared interest in that car. <laughs> Yeah, he's looking for friends in all the wrong places, Chris. That's he's yeah. looking for them among if you, enemies. If you guys have seen the lobster, like one thing uh, that's similar about you is enough to find a soulmate. So yeah, oh. there you go. Yeah. He's looking to be lobster. lobsters with that person. Uh, the other person I really want to follow is Deputy Chuck. Oh, Deputy Chuck. He deputizes that that Corvette or convertible plane. Driver. Oh yeah, he's still gonna think he's like a deputy for like forever. Yeah, now. he was so excited to be an FAA hero today. And then, like, help Ditch do something super unsafe. He was just like, yeah, I will flip over the plane so you can climb on the other side of the wing. That yeah. seems very reasonable. I'm a deputy. Yeah, that was a weird, that's a weird stunt, man. Because you're in a biplane, and when you walk on the wing, you're on the bottom of the two wings. And so yeah. in order to get on the top of the two wings to make it easier to skydive... Uh, or to, he, to hang on to the tailgate of that airplane. Yeah, he makes the guy do like some weird like slow roll so that he can get upside down, then hang by his legs, and then flip over right. It's it's like a weird gymnastic-y thing. Um, and maybe speaks to his gymnastics background, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. Chuck was like such a like, I don't know about this. But okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm the deputy now. I would love him to go back and try to like order people around. As a deputy FAA inspector, I got to tell you to make me lunch. I don't know, whatever he would do. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Name that sandwich. I ran out of energy for improvising that character. <laughs> I'm very done. <laughs> Anyone else have a minor character you want to do? Uh, that might be all of them. All right. Uh, yeah. Question number two. Lightning bonus round. 
Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. What hobby besides gymnastics would be better, would make you better equipped for fighting the Russian mob? Ooh, ooh, ooh. And how how about um, Toastmasters? Because <laughs> I feel like you just... <laughs> giving three-minute improvised speeches on a topic of the audience's choice? Wouldn't that be so great? We're like, we're like okay, like we're going to have to torture you. Like, all right, but before you do, can I have... <laughs> Like, uh, like right as they're they're torturing him, you stand up, you make an impassioned pe- speech, and then you sit down, and someone is like, "You said um twelve times, and yeah, not enough eye contact." Yeah, not enough. <laughs> eye contact. Oh man, uh, Allison, what's a hobby you'd rather have if you have to fight the Russian mafia? Vodka drinking. Oh yeah, you get into a drink off with them, and if you Shit. were really good, yeah, yeah I, I'm like such a good drinker, so like. <laughs> I don't know, it'd be, like, really close, but I think I'd, like, <laughs> defeat them. <laughs> I, know, I think when you said you're a really good drinker, you mean you could have a lot of vodka, but I like to think you're just really precise at it. Yeah. You just have really nice no form No spillage over drinking. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. A drinking competition is like, oh, why did you spill that? Why did you put that down badly? It's too close to the mm-hmm. edge of the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Safety first. Yeah. Uh, Chris, do you have a hobby you'd like to do? Uh, no, I like those two. Okay, moving on. Lightning bonus round. <laughs> Lightning bonus, bonus round. round. Last question. This actually comes from Nathan on Facebook, uh, who says, uh, so this movie title introduced me to a science term. Uh, yeah. Terminal velocity. Event Horizon did the same thing. I had never heard of those before I saw the movies. What other movie titles have taught you something? And I'm going to open it up Ooh. from titles to just other things in movies. What are, mm. what are concepts or things that you remember having learned from movies? I think Who Framed Roger Rabbit told me about framing people. Oh yeah, that's true. It also, I that's mean, good. that also taught me about uh, um, uh, probate. Do you, he had to get no. they had to get the will out of probate, and then uh, and then Roger Rabbit is like, my uncle had to get his probate checked, and then there's hey, that, uh, that gag. It's really fun. But Allison, like, is there a term that you've learned from movies? Anaconda. <laughs> you learned what an anaconda was. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, that's pretty good. It doesn't want none unless you've got buns. That's what I remember. <laughs> hey That's what I think about. It. Uh, I was. I remember a lot of not from the titles, but I definitely. Uh, I remember learning a lot of lies from Fight Club. So I don't know if you guys remember fight in Fight. Club. Oh yeah, because uh, the like, woman. Yeah, just like lies about stuff. He tells. He says a lot of. Um, like anarchist cookbook stuff but they're not true so he's like did you know that gasoline and frozen orange juice concentrate makes napalm which it doesn't that's just gasoline with like orange flavored water in it it would not burn very well that's the that's yeah definitely putting orange juice concentrate Ooh. in there would ruin your napalm okay but but uh it did tell me about like the cigarette burn marks like on on uh, movie reels. oh yeah he was that's that a was good real. teaching moment yeah that was yeah real. that was good uh, I learned about Gleaming the Cube from the movie Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> you remember that? You learned that made-up skateboarding slang? Yep. Uh, Romancing the stone? Yeah. Learned, learned how, to, how to woo that stone. Yeah. Yeah. But I also learned, uh, let's see, about the concept of parlay from the Pirates of the Caribbean oh, movies. Yes. Oh, yeah. Parlay, parlay. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, okay. And then you, you start hearing it everywhere. Do, what, what, do you live in a pirate village? How often do you hear parlay? <laughs> Uh, true story. Brooklyn is not not a pirate village. <laughs> time. Uh, I love it. Uh, any other learnings that you guys have done? Mm, Memento taught me about the value of taking pictures and tattoos. <laughs> the, my, yeah. What it taught me was that oh, actually, if, you, no, if your the, to do list is real serious, yeah. tattoo it on your chest. 
Mementos, the fresh maker. <laughs> Weird. Uh, awesome. Lightning bonus round? Lightning bonus round. Yeah, lightning bonus round. And uh, the final question is, would you guys like to go skydiving? I've not done it. And uh, it I, this made it seem super fun. I I don't think it turned out well for many of the people who skydove. It, it did turn out great. Uh, did he? He, yeah <laughs> ditch brody turned out great from skydiving it's one of those phrases where you're just like eh, did he? he got to he got to make out with that russian girl in a tent while they were getting chased because and they had a fire which was real nice and romantic yeah that's true allison do you have you been skydiving do you want to no i have no interest in it oh, okay man. chris you want to do I, it right I oh yeah my feet firmly on the ground thank you doesn't even jump allison fields i like it. Nope, keep my feet jump. firmly on the ground a shot of I, there's never been away. a movie to teach me how to jump <laughs> <laughs> oh we should give that the ghostbusters treatment right sure yeah 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 uh yeah you know i totally skydive oh yeah I, I did the indoor kind before oh. and it was really fun is that actually fun that seems like it'd it's be super too much fun fan yeah um oh, no you just like float you- yeah you like float yeah. on the air and you actually get you you get more time of that than you would skydiving you get like three times the amount of time well yeah but cool. the thing about skydiving that they always say is not like what's cool about it is how long you're there like what they say is the cool thing is you jumped out of an airplane and fell from the yeah, sky yeah yeah but just like i Which think that was zero a good, like, time of that at indoor skydiving yeah i think it was good lead up so like next i think i'm gonna do that now that i like know more about how to like it is crazy how small your, your movement can be to totally affect how you're flying. Oh yeah, it that is. does. Yeah, I'd love to go train in one of those towers. Yeah, that that's the thing. Super cool. And, yeah. and I would love it. I don't. Skydiving seems like just. I've always assumed I would do it. I just don't have whatever hundred bucks or that you takes. It seems like it's. Expensive. I feel like I, I bet I could find you a Portland Groupon where it's like. Oh man! Impressively cheap. Okay, there are a few things <laughs> that I do not want to do on a Groupon. I would like. I will pay that. full price. Please. I would like Thank to you. pay full price for somebody who's strapped to me and in charge of my life as we fall out of a plane. No, no, no I'll get you a good deal. Don't worry about it. Yeah, this is uh, Jake skydiving. I'm Jake. Um, so for twenty four dollars, I'm going to fall out of a plane with you. We'll probably be okay. I might take a couple of you. That's what the group part means. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can he also, like, give me Botox at the same time? <laughs> yeah, I'm Jake's Botox. Man, I'm so tired of improvising this character. <laughs> lightning bonus round. Lightning, lightning bonus, bonus round. round. For lightning bonus round, you guys. Uh, play on Facebook or Twitter or by uh, subscribing to the Weekly Weep on readdeskweep.com and responding to our questions or calls for questions or ask us any question, and we will edit out the long time where we search for the price of things. Now it's time for the minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. Uh, so, Chris, you're up first. What is your last nice thing to say about Terminal Velocity? Or TV. Oh, man, I've already gone through uh, so many of the compliments, uh, but I will rely on uh, one of the side characters' uh, lines. So Black Eye Video Camera Guy, Mm -hmm. uh, when he's talking to Charlie Sheen about the girl when she's first walking in, he's like, she played me like a video game. And I think that's a great line. And I'm glad that nobody talked about that line And that she played you for a couple minutes and then paused and then got bored and left. Yeah. And then just like... Exactly. That wasn't about girls playing video games. That was about me playing video games, just to be clear. That was about mm. video games boring me. Yeah, I know. Okay, just making sure we're clear. Can I come over to your house, Alex, and, and, and have me play, and then you can just watch? Because that's the situation I was stuck in the reverse of very often. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. My friend had a Nintendo, and so I was only allowed to be player two or watcher. Yeah, watcher is not a great role. Although yeah. now everyone is doing it. All the kids want to watch people play video games. Kids do not understand what's going on in the world. And adults. I know adults who watch a lot of Twitch. I, I don't know. Uh, it, was, it, yeah. it does seem like your, your whole life is that second player whose friend doesn't let them play Nintendo. <laughs> Al- Allison, really quick. What, 
what Twitch would you like to exist that's not for video games? Like, what do you want to watch people do? Ooh, live video of people doing some activity. Um, what do I want to watch people do? Yeah, this is a question with a lot of potential for creepiness. Yeah, it is, but I would just, like, I like watch, watching people make food. Oh, yeah. if only there was a channel for that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh I- you know what? I I, I want to watch like a uh, this is kind of different, but uh, clips of people running in non-running situations. You know, Ooh. like and then making it. Oh, like running for that bus and catching. Yeah, exactly. It? But making it. Yeah. Oh, that would be like satisfying. It. Yeah. I also like when um when like surfers like crash really hard. Oh man, yeah, sure. I mean, and I watch a lot of surfing TV it's, it's, or wa- surfing stuff. It's a kook slam. We yeah, called a kook slam. I this is only kind of related, but I like uh, kids falling down. Mm. Huh? Um, like, like in that way that toddlers fall over, like like, like in a the intro to Kimmy Schmidt, where that kid in the coat trips and then is uh, okay. Yeah. That's the best part of that intro. That's a good intro, though. All he kook slams. He <laughs> kook slams. That's a kook slams. There's also a great subreddit just called "Our Kids Falling" that I uh, subscribe to. Big fan of kids falling down. Mm. Hey, huh. my minor compliment. Uh, so he skydives on her in- on her instructions. Ditch skydives through a chimney into this building and then she's outside even though she knows the way for some reason she makes him do it she describes on the radio where to go but so he falls through a chimney and he opens up inside this building and she goes go to the box on the south wall and then he just goes to the box and then she's like now get in the west door and i love people who are really good at cardinal directions inside it just it's a cool skill yeah he had a compass on his watch band oh did he really did you see that? No, no. but that's oh, super geez. dope. But still, yeah. he, well, then having a compass on your watch band is a cool thing to have because I like cardinal directions indoors. Yeah. Uh, that's like... Uh, Go to the southeast wall. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, but, yeah. but if you're paying a little bit of attention, like I think yeah. it's, there's a cop in the wire who's always asking people where they are and what direction they're pointing. Yeah. I really like that. I don't know why. It's just a neat thing that I like to know. Right, it feels like a skill. Yeah. Right now I'm facing south. Hey, me too. Are you really? Yeah, Chris. What or Ezra? What direction are you facing? Sorry, I can't tell you guys apart. Uh, uh, no one will ever know. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the fun thing about a podcast: I gave you an opportunity. You could have made that up. We couldn't have fact checked it at all. All you had to do is sound confident. Oh no, I, no, but it's impossible. Like, I, 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 no one will ever. It's impossible to know what direction you're facing. Oh, I, I have oh strong stance. You're like an you're like an electron where we can we can only know what direction you're pointing or how fast you're moving, but never both. That's yeah. right, not both. Yeah. You're not yes and you're no but in this activity. For sure, you are. Also, I'm not even facing south. You just say it confidently. No one can tell. All right, wait. You're not. Fa- wait. Now we can tell. Oh. Allison, do you know what direction you're facing? Snarf. <laughs> good. good <answer. laughs> <laughs> strong snarfing as what's your minor compliment for tv okay so the um the 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 writer of this uh is david twohey i don't know how to pronounce his name but he also like he also uh wrote uh the fugitive um and all the riddick movies which i actually really like oh. um oh cool so uh the, I, the chronicles of riddick is is like the the it's the dame judy dench uh vin diesel vehicle that you've always wanted oh. um and I, 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 if we ever reviewed that, I would love it. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick is super fun. I'd watch Chronicles of Riddick with you. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, lastly, Allison, that's you. What's your minor compliment? I mean, I, uh, I really like the choice that uh, his his black friend, the one who videotapes everything, had two monologues in a very short amount of time, and then we just never see him again. <laughs> yeah, 
that second monologue kills you. Yeah. That's actually, that's great, though, to, like, from an actor standpoint, you just, like, you get, like, a bunch of lines, but only, like, maybe, like, One a very little day. bit of shooting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you probably want more shooting days, but, like, I don't. I want to leave. I want as many shooting days as possible. You get free lunch. Okay, so we'll give you, like, one word, like, we'll give you, like, the I am Groot kind of situation, right? Where you get, like, one thing, like, to do, like, a in every scene, but, like, very little. I think the worst would be, yeah, if you had, or the worst would be if you were in, like, one tiny scene each day. So it was just very little to do, but a lot of sitting around in a trailer. That would yeah. Be, that gets boring fast. Pretty mind-numbing. Oh, I'm talking to Alex and Chris and Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, I knocked it. What is it? I knocked in the door. Oh, yeah, you knocked on the door. He did knock. It was yeah. very what polite. Is? Tell him to say vanilla. Oh, Caleb, can you say vanilla? Huh? Can you say vanilla? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a picture of Dada. Okay. Huh? Here we go. All right, let me derail this and like show you for a second here there's caleb huh hey that's you, caleb. yeah hi caleb it's so good to see you how are you yeah right hi caleb hey caleb. Huh? caleb look look yo hey dude i'm afraid to show on my face <laughs> All right, everybody, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, next, We'll be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about Christian Mingle. The we're going there. Four film about the website by the same name. Um, Chris, tell us why. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Tanya's been on sort of a romance novel and romance movie kick recently, but she saw that she heard about this one uh, from a podcast she listens to because this, not only is it bad... But it's bad in interesting ways, and it fails in interesting ways. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, learning more about it. So we are participating in a podcast spread. Like a, this yeah. is going pod viral. Yeah, I guess so. Um, all right. So this is the this is the little known 2004 film Christian Mingle, and we're going to be talking about that next week. Uh, this is a, a Tanya special. So uh, join us for that and hear about romance and about why things fail interestingly. Uh, and uh, thank you so much to Paul for sponsoring this episode, Paul. Hey, thanks, Paul. Oh, uh, man. This was, I liked yeah. it. I had a good time. I think it was a great pick. I'm sorry it's not Drop Zone, but it was pretty good. Thanks for reminding me that 1994 is the year. Um, yeah, that is the impressive thing I think about this. Paul also told us that since, 2000, uh, since January of 2015, I've spent over $4,000 on Amazon using the read-week.com slash Amazon link. Uh, thank you for doing that, Paul. That's so awesome. Also, now it's way easier. You can just go to Amazon.com. If you like Amazon, yeah. try a couple more letters. Also, <laughs> uh, thank you, Paul. I really appreciate the sponsorship. Also, a uh, quick corrections segment. we got a couple of quick corrections to do. Uh, first up, uh, Richard on Twitter, at PO8CRG. Can't okay. even pronounce that. Took the time to school us on some British politics. Uh, Chris, you saw this, I think. Um, yeah. So originally last week on our episode about Britain, uh, I misspoke and said that no one runs for Parliament, which uh, at Poyetkrg said that he uh, has actually done. They've actually done. And so on an episode, I, I corrected myself eventually on the episode and said that what I meant was no one ever runs. For, you don't run for prime minister as such, which uh, is generally true uh, from 
I'm quoting Poy Gerkerg now. Well, in theory, we could have a members election of 200,000 plus voters, but it's never actually happened. There are also general elections, but A, there's always an incumbent, and B, it's not officially for prime minister. So no one would call it an election for prime minister. P.S. Sorry, I made you read Ghost. <laughs> so, we're so sorry at P-O-8-C-R-G. Uh, and now Thomas on Facebook uh, also wrote in to tell us the free information. I have received a total of $45 in Amazon merchandise from Bing Rewards just by using it as my normal search engine and being a heavy computer user. So uh, apparently Thomas thinks that I was misleading people by saying it's impossible to get rewards from Bing. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I've been saying. I've been uh, I haven't paid for Hulu for the last 12 months. I mean, that is super cool. Then maybe for me, it was just a scam. But for everybody else, it's not a scam. Didn't you end up getting getting your No, I did not get it. It said it changed the point value as soon as I got to it. This is this is further proof that Bing is all a long con to drive Alex insane. (laughs) It's like Bing is playing that same game you are when we play game shows, Ezra. (laughs) <laughs> did I did I actually invent Bing just to mess with you, Alex? We're so sorry, Thomas. And lastly, Teresa on Facebook uh, wrote in regarding my weekly weep, uh, where I... This is not enti- entirely a correction. This is actually a supporting uh, argument. I had that uh, long conversation about milk and the guy who tried to talk me out of buying milk by telling me that we're the only species who drinks another species' milk. Teresa writes in to say, Ants drink aphid milk uh, from the aphids that they herd. So back off, hippies. Suck it, ants. Suck down that milk. Isn't that crazy that <laughs> ants herd aphids and then drink their milk? Isn't that like yeah. little tiny also, societies? I like the idea of suck it as like a as a sign of encouragement. Like like yeah, <laughs> go suck it. Suck it. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah, suck it. It's like a aphidy milkshake. Yeah, that's awesome, Teresa. <laughs> that's awesome, Teresa. Weird accents. All right, that's the correction segment. If you have any concerns about something we said, and uh, we've gone at least four minutes on the podcast without correcting it ourselves. Please write in uh, podcast at readdeshweep.com or Facebook or Twitter and let us know what we got wrong. Or call our Google Voice number. Or, yeah, oh, also, yeah. the Christian Mingle movie came out in 2014, not 2004. Oh, I misspoke. <laughs> but it's cool. We got it. Yeah, you got it in under the wire. Technically, that counts. Oh, beep, man. beep, beep. All right. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, good point. Well, sorry. I messed up something right before the correction segment. <laughs> As always, you can also call us 509-588-1280. That still works, so neat. We check it every time just to make sure that it hasn't, you know, because, like, you know, we don't know if we're not getting it or you're not calling, but turns out you're not calling, so that's that's why. We're pretty sure. Is the outgoing message still, like, we need help on this show from 200 episodes ago? (laughs) Probably. It's like, it's our 100th anniversary. Please help (laughs) Awesome. All right. So let us know uh, your, your corrections. And I, I do appreciate you keeping us honest. Uh, that's it. Uh, thanks at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. At Ezra Fox. Yeah. And Allison Fields had to run uh, to a cool thing, apparently. But uh, it was so wonderful to have her on the show. Follow her on Twitter, at Allison Fields. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Goodbye. Psh.